ओमेव माता च पिता बंधुश्च सखाव विद्याद्रविनमेवेवेव श्रीदक्षिणाूर्तिसुदेशिकेन्द्रैपाएन सूत्रकृत मुनींद्रम श्रीशंक भाष्यकृत यतींद्रम मद्देशिकापी नमा विमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्यासंप्रदायकर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्य सर्वोपलवरहित प्रज्ञानगण प्रत्यगर्त ब्रह्मवाहमस्मी ताय प्रतिबोधिता भगवता नारायणन स्वयं व्यासन ग्रथिता पुराण मुनिना मध्ये महाभारत अद्वैतामृतवर्षिणी भगवती अष्टादशाध्यायिनी अंबत्वामुसंदी भगवदीते भवत्षिणी नमोस्तुते व्यास विशाल बुद्धे उल्लारविंदयतपत्रनेत्रया भारतपूर्ण प्रज्वालिज्ञानमय प्रदीप प्रपन्न पारिजाताय स्त्रोत्रेत्रकपाणे ज्ञान मुद्रा कृष्णा गीतामृतुहे नम सर्वोपनिषदो गावो दुग्धा गोपालनंदन पार्थोवत्सुदीर्भोक्ता दुग्ध गीतामृत महत वसुदेवसुत कंसचाणूरमर्दनम देवकी परमानंदम कृष्ण वंदे जगद्गुरुष्मद्रोणतटा जयद्रतजला गांधारणीलोत्पला शल्यग्राहवती कृपेण वहनी कर्णेन वेलाकुला अश्वत्म विकर्ण घोरमकरा दुर्योधनावर्तिनी सोतीर्ना खलु पांडवैरनदी कैवर्तक केशव पाराशर्यवच सरोजमल गीताकंदोत्कटनाख्यानकसर हरिकथा संबोधनाबोधि लोके सज्जन षटपैरहर पेपीयमुदा भूयाद्भारतपंकज कलिमल प्रघ्वंसी नेयसे मूकंकोतिचाल पंगु लंगयते गिरी यत्तमह वंदे परमानंदमाधव यं ब्रह्मवरुनेद्रमरत स्तुन्वती दिव्यस्तवैस्ंगपदक्रमोपनिषद गायती यं सामगावस्थितगतेन मनसा पश्यती यं योगिन यशा न विदुसुरासुरगना देवाय तस्म नम ओं कृष्णा परमात्मने नम सो वी आर इन दी सिक्सटींथ चैप्टर वेर वी आर डिस्कसिंग द दैव आसुरी संपत् and bhagwan is enumerating all the daivi sampat daivi sampat means the gunas that a person a daivi person should have the gunas that are necessary for us to be in this spiritual path and in the first shloka nine of those gunas are enumerated 
ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಇಸ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಭಗವಾನುವಾಚ ಅಭಯ ಸತ್ವಸಂಶುದ್ಧಿ ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ್ಯವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತ ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ್ಯವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಧಾನಮಶ್ಚಯಸ್ತಪ ಆರ್ಜವ ಅಭಯ ಸತ್ವಸಂಶುದ್ಧಿ ಜ್ಞಾನಯೋಗ್ಯವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಧಾನಮಶ್ಚಯಜ್ಞಶ್ಚ ಸ್ವಾಧ್ಯಾಯಸ್ತಪ ಆರ್ಜವ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹಡ್ ಸೀನ್ ಅಭಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸತ್ವಸಂಶುದ್ಧಿ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ ಕ್ಲಾಸಸ್ ಅಭಯ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಫಿಯರ್ಲೆಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ದ ಸತ್ವಸಂಶುದ್ಧಿ ವಿ ಸಾ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ದೆರ್ ಆರ್ ಟೂ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಇಟ್ ಒನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಜನರಲ್ ಕಾಂಟೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ವೇರ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಗುಡ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆರ್ ಟು ಬಿ ದೇರ್ ದ ಪ್ಯೋರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವಿಚ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕಾಮ ಕ್ರೋಧ ಲೋಭ ಮೋಹ ಮದ ಮಾತ್ಸರ್ಯಂ ಇನ್ ಯುವರ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವೇರ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿ ಗುಡ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎನ್ಯೂಮರೇಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಅ ಸಿಂಗಲ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದಿ ಸಾಮಾನ್ಯ ಅರ್ಥ ದೆನ್ ವಿ ಸಾ ಎ ವಿಶೇಷ ಅರ್ಥ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ವೇರ್ ವಿ ಸೆಡ್ ನೋ ಡಿಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಪರವಂಚನ ಅಭಾವ ವಿ ಸಾ ದಟ್ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ನೋ ಡಿಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆರ್ ನೋ ಬಿಟ್ರೇಯಲ್ ನೋ ಡಿಸಾನೆಸ್ಟಿ ಆಸ್ ಸತ್ವಸಂಶುದ್ಧಿ ದೆನ್ ದ ತರ್ಡ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂ ದಟ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲಿಂಗ್ ಔಟ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇಸ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಯೋಗ ವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿ ಸೆಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ರೆಡಿ ಸೀನ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ತರ್ಟೀನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ವಾಸ್ ಆಧ್ಯಾತ್ಮ ಜ್ಞಾನ ನಿತ್ಯತ್ವ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ದ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಸಾ ವೇರ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಟಾಕ್ಟ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಕಾನ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ಆತ್ಮ ವಿಚಾರ ಆರ್ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಯೋಗ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಸೇ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಯೋಗ ವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಶಂಕರ ಆಯ್ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಎ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲನೇಷನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಹಿ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಇಸ್ ಕೈಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ಲೈಟ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ವೇರ್ ಹಿ ಸ್ಪ್ಲಿಟ್ಸ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಯೋಗ ವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಇಂಟು ತ್ರೀ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಯೋಗ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿತಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಹಿಯರ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆತ್ಮಜ್ಞಾನ ಆಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸಾಧನಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಸಾಧನಾಸ್ ದಟ್ ಆರ್ ರಿಲೇಟೆಡ್ ಟು ಆತ್ಮಜ್ಞಾನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಸಾಧನಾಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೀನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಗೆಟಿಂಗ್ ಆತ್ಮಜ್ಞಾನ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಇಂಟ್ರೊಡಕ್ಷನ್ ಟು ವೇದಾಂತ ಕ್ಲಾಸಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೀನ್ ದ ಸಾಧನಾಸ್ ದಟ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ಲಿ ಟೇಕ್ ಯು ಟು ಮೋಕ್ಷಂ ಆರ್ ಶ್ರವಣ ಮನನ ನಿಧಿಧ್ಯಾಸನ ಸೊ ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮನನ ಸೊ ಹಿಯರ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಶಂಕರ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮನನಂ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಆಚಾರ್ಯತಃ ಆತ್ಮತತ್ವ ಪದಾರ್ಥ ಅವಗತಿ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿ ಆತ್ಮತತ್ವ ವಿತ್ ದ ಹೆಲ್ಪ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗುರು ಸೊ ಲರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಂ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಎ ಗುರು ಬಟ್ ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಇನ್ ಇನ್ ಜನರಲಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಬೇಸಿಕಲಿ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ವಾಟ್ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಟು ಉಪನಿಷದ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ವೇರ್ ದಿ ಆತ್ಮತತ್ವ ಈಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೈನ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಡೀಟೇಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಜನರಲಿ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಲಿಸನ್ ಟು ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ನ್ಯೂ ವಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ಸ್ ವಿ ನಾರ್ಮಲಿ ಗೆಟ್ ಸಮ್ ಡೌಟ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ವಿ ಗೆಟ್ ದೋಸ್ ಡೌಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನ್ಯಾಚುರಲ್ ಟು ಗೆಟ್ ದೋಸ್ ಡೌಟ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಲಾರಿಫೈಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಸೆಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಅಸ್ ಮನನಂ
மனநம் மீன்ஸ் திங்கிங் ஆர் ரிஃப்ளெக்டிங் மனநம் மீன்ஸ் திங்கிங் ஆக்சுவலி ஆர் ரிஃப்ளெக்டிங் பேசிக்லி ஸோ ஒயின் வி 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 லிசன் அண்ட் தென் வி ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் வாட் ஹஸ் பீன் டாட் டு அஸ் அண்ட் வைல் ரிஃப்ளெக்டிங் வி மே கெட் சம் டவுட்ஸ் கிளாரிஃபையிங் தஸ் டவுட்ஸ் இஸ் மனநம் so shravanam is listening to shastras at the end of which we understand what shastras is trying to communicate to us or tell us and then at the end of mananam as a process if i follow that i will have doubtless knowledge the knowledge becomes clear clear knowledge doubtless knowledge so jnana here adi shankara says it refers to the direct sadhanas which is shravanam and mananam yoga yoga means here he says it means dhyanam yoga as i said has got multiple meanings we had seen yoga means yuj it comes from the root yuj which means connect it also uh, means yoga also means sadhana we say karma yoga jnana yoga so sadhana also is generally at sadhana if you want to say sadhana we say yoga also yoga is also used to i represent title for this for this chapter we say daivi asuri sampat yoga so yoga also can use be used to refer title yoga in this context shankara says it refers to dhyanam dhyanam is meditation and here what is the object of dhyanam normally whenever we are meditating we have to have an object of meditation and in this case the object of meditation is atmajnana so if the object of meditation is atmajnana then that particular dhyanam is called nididhyasanam the third direct sadhana that is required or that is needed for moksha so here shankara says this yoga refers to nididhyasana so just like when we there is a diet when having medicine so when we take medicines especially in ayurveda there is always a diet that goes along with the medicines similarly for a sadhaka when he is in the path of jnana yoga there are some diet controls and there are some medicines the medicine as we see is to come out of ignorance is shravana mananam shravanam and mananam are the medicines that are going to take us out of this ignorance the ignorance of about self but what is the diet that goes along with this the diet that goes along with this is shamaha and damaha basically controlling our mind and senses shamaha is control of mind damaha is control of senses again this is one of the shatka sampanti we had seen in sadhana chatushtayam introduction to vedanta what are the what is the qualification of a a spiritual student we had seen viveka vairagya shatka sampatti mumukshutvam in the shatka sampatti 
Shamaha Adi Sakya Sampati. Shamaha is one of those qualities that are needed. Shamaha means controlling the mind, disciplining the mind, regulating the mind. Similarly, Damaha means controlling the senses, regulating the senses, not getting the mind or sense organs to get distracted or not getting the mind and sense organs attracted to bogas. That is called as Shamaha and Damaha. So generally, whatever tapas or whatever diet or whatever control that we are doing during Shravanam and Mananam, it should also be continued during the Nididhyasanam phase. So just after Mananam, once the knowledge becomes doubtless knowledge, we cannot stop those things. It has to continue. So the tapas or the discipline that we have to bring in, should continue. In fact, it should be even more during Nididhyasanam. Because Nididhyasanam is the is a is a time or is the phase by which that doubtless knowledge becomes my personality. Just as how the, the food we eat becomes the nutrition for our body, in the same way the knowledge that we have gained from the Guru and Shastras should become our personality. And during this phase, we need a single focused mind with sense and sense control. It should be a sharp mind, it should be a focused mind, the mind shouldn't wander and the senses also should not wander. So that's how we should be during this yoga phase or the nididhyasana phase. So jnana yoga, we have got the meaning for jnana yoga. Now, Vyavastitihi. Vyavastitihi here means Nishta. Nishta means continuation. Or basically continuing the sadhanas until the sadhyam is reached. So, being in Jnana Yoga Nishta means always thinking about doing, always doing Atma Vichara. Always doing Shravana Manana Nidityasana. Always the thoughts are full of atma related thoughts so we are supposed to do this sadhana until we achieve the result and what is the result that we want purnatvam moksham where there is no sorrow there is no feeling of any want there is no kind of any guilt or hurt feeling there is no question of any craving there is no question of any leftover desire there is Purnatva so until that time we do this Shravanamanana Nididhyasana but generally what we do whenever we take Jnana Yoga or any of these sadhanas spiritual sadhanas we want to do even if we start a, a early morning yoga or meditation practice we start doing it for some days then we put a stop we get distracted, then we are doing other things for a few days and then we start again. But here what it is, this is true not just for many of things, going to gym, going for a walk, running, jogging or even if we take some vradam or or if we say, okay, every day I have to do this parayanam, I have to chant this loka on a daily basis. 
we try to take some breaks in between so here bhagavan says vyavasthiti it has to be nishta continuation the jnana yoga should continue and it should continue until the result is achieved just like we uh, when we are eating normally hunger to overcome hunger we eat and we generally continue to eat until the hunger is we, until we are able to overcome that hunger completely so, so and sometimes what we do we also make sure that uh, we overeat just to make sure that the hunger doesn't appear again after we eat at least for a few hours so in the same manner we should be continuing these sadhanas until the result is reached so basically jnana yoga vyavasthitihi means shravana manana nididhyasana nishta jnana yoga doing doing atma vichara and then the question is then the question is how can i follow this sadhana how can i follow this sadhana without a break continuously shastras say basically one a sadaka needs mumukshutvam what is mumukshutvam teevra icha a deep desire there should be a deep desire to come out of samsara there should be a deep desire to be in the state of purnatvam for achieving any outcome we need to have a deep desire otherwise we don't act we want to we want to get the job if there is a deep desire we act on it if you want to pass a particular exam there should be a deep desire to do that only then we achieve it we want to get we want to get um, a particular house then if there is a deep desire then we work towards it so this deep desire is important in the same way for us to be in jnana yoga then there has to be a deep desire for moksha mukshutvam is important otherwise we won't continue and to continue this kind of jnana yoga typically we have seen in our life we would see any good practices if we want to continue or we want to set we want to start there will always be obstacles or hindrances if we want to say do puja for a hour for an hour or meditate for 20 minutes or 25 minutes only then we will have disturbances phone calls coming in messages coming in people coming in asking questions we are always distracted only if we have something to good to do but imagine if we want to watch movie for 3 hours we will not have any problem the phone will be on silent mode nobody will disturb nobody will dare disturb us we will not entertain any other thoughts we will not entertain any other person we will be watching the movie but only for good things there will be always obstacles and hindrances if you want to sit and meditate there will be a lot of problem that's when we will think that our you know the the legs are getting numb uh, there is not enough um, f you know uh, there is not enough breeze we think of all the problems are there are something is probably the the nose is itchy all those things only come then 
but when we are watching a ma- cricket match or probably even a movie or a series or a serial nothing of that sort of sort will happen we will not be aware of all those things so the size of the obstacles does not depend on the obstacles itself or the enormity of the obstacles does not depend on the obstacles itself but it is only dependent on the intensity of our desire in that goal if i have to watch that movie i i or if i want to watch that match i make sure that i am not disturbed by anybody so it is my desire which decides what is going to be my obstacle so is it possible to practice this continuously yes it is possible we will have to have a deep desire to for this goal and today shastras come to our doorstep previously in those days people will have to go in search of guru shankaracharya adi shankara went from had to walk from kerala to the banks of godavari to find his guru for him it was not difficult because he had that mumukshutva so instead of trying to overcome obstacles we what we should do we should just increase our desire increase our desire for moksha if we increase the intensity in our desire the obstacles will not bother us so this is important so the next question comes in how can i increase my desire how can i increase my mumukshutva first of all to in- to increase it to start with there should be a basic desire in mumukshutva without any basic desire we cannot do anything so the next question is how how do i get that basic desire when will I, first of all the question is not how it is a question of when when does one get a basic desire of mumukshutva only when the punya start working the punyas should work see generally we come with punya some punya otherwise we would not be born as humans so we come with some punya and that punya should be channeled or should be working towards spiritual goal and once you have that basic desire then it can be fanned up why we say that we should have a basic desire and uh, without basic desire nothing can be done it's same thing even in the real world if you want to make some money or if you want to make big money you will have to invest something unless you invest something you will not be able to make it big in the same manner we should have a basic desire of mumukshutva that can be fanned up and how do i get that fanned up how do i get that intensity we can again follow the the techniques that are used by you know corporates the big brands what do they do to increase their you know to make sure that their products sell better what they do they advertise they advertise on television newspaper why because they don't want their name to be forgotten so if it is toothpaste i always remember colgate close up i always remember these brands because it's been advertised so widely then i it's always in my mind 
so advertisement is not about you know what does colgate contain does it have enough fluoride does it have salt all those things are immaterial does it have the real what are the ingredients within the paste we are not we are not looking into that it is not to make you understand the product the advertisement is not about making you understand the product it is just a reminder that it is not forgotten it is not taken away from our mind at any point of time so even when i enter the shop the name strikes similarly in the spiritual world for the spiritual progress we should have already known the purusharthas we already known the know the four purusharthas dharmartha kama moksha and we also know the sadhanas up front karma yoga upasana yoga jnana yoga all those things we know but i should not forget this i should keep remembering this at all times and what is the advertisement for that i need advertisement in the form of satsanga i should be in satsanga always only then i will not forget these things question is then what is satsanga so what is satsanga as i said satsanga is not about just getting into a group of people doing some bhajans that alone is not satsanga satsanga means being in the company of saints so if you go to some ashrams spend time spend some time with the gurus the sadhus there you see their lifestyle you see how they actually behave what they talk listen to their lectures or satsanga this one hour whatever we are spending is satsanga listening to shastras is another satsanga reading books is another satsanga listening to even bhagavata stories so you have stories of ramayana bharata mahabharata bhagavata or any of those purana shiva purana vishnu purana if you listen to those stories that is also satsanga or keeping a photograph of your favorite deity or your guru or whatever have them in front of you seeing them that is also satsanga so we should be in a situation that allows us to keep remembering this path what is my path what is the goal i should keep remembering this in other words what we call as sankalpam we should have a sankalpam that i am here for this path this goal shastra says sankalpat jayate kamaha the desire still stems from sankalpa the more we remember about the object the more we are we get a desire on the object in the sankalpat jayate kamaha is explained clearly in chapter 2 bhagavad gita how actually desire comes through initially when we see anything we will not get any desire but the more we think about it the more and more we think about it the more we understand the desire you know the intensity of the desire goes up in the same so sankalpam is important i need to go i need to have i, I, I need to be in the spiritual path i want to get out of samsara i moksha is the goal that i am in for this sankalpam has to be there so how do i get the deep desire 
for moksha we talked about how to get the deep desire that is deep how do i get it when i keep remembering again and again so we should create situations that we keep remembering this again and again we should keep creating this situation in such a way it was that and to such an extent where this thought does not leave us we always are in this thought that way we keep increasing sankalpam and we improve our desire another way to actually increase our desire is basically understand the glory of the goal as in understand the benefit of the goal you know this is again used by the corporates right what they say they see you know they say what is the benefit of having take, having this product for example they say you know have a cool drink it will freshen you up so you you feel that when you are tired you want to freshen up you think of that product so the benefit of that glow goal is very important so you want to have white clothes the clothes even whiter and brighter then we think of regal or all those things those blue or whatever blue when i was a kid there used to be a lot of advertisements i keep remembering them there used to be sottu neelam regal sottu neelam whatever so whenever we want white clothes we think of that so there is the benefit of coal so in this case we have to think of benefit of moksha what is the benefit of having moksha i have to keep remembering that again and again and this is again another value that bhagwan taught us in chapter 13 he says tatva gnanartha darshanam this is the 19th value we saw basically bringing forth the benefit of this knowledge of truth we saw that so what is the benefit i am i am completely free i am not emotionally attached to, to anything or anybody i don't have any wants or desires i am purnatvam i don't have any shoka i don't have any moha i am always in a state of bliss i don't have any problems in life that is the benefit of this moksha so i need to keep reminding myself about that because when i keep thinking of this benefit i would get more involved and i will have more interest in my in doing my sadhanas so just as in the advertisement i watch the ad and i remember the benefits and involuntarily in the back of my mind it gets goes into my mind and i start liking the product again more and more with i see the advertisement in the same way i keep i need to keep thinking about the benefits of this moksha the benefits of doing this sadhana again and again the back of the mind it just goes automatically and i keep doing it in fact this prayoja darshanam is very important in fact bhagwan himself does this in in bhagavad gita many times where he keeps reminding arjuna and also us in terms of the benefits that a person is going to get by having moksha he will do it multiple times in many many places in bhagavad gita just to make sure that we have that interest in it 
so prayoja darshana prayojana darshanam is important and seeing this benefit is also called vivekam because i am doing the sabhya sankalpam is called as abhyasa so how do i how do i get gnana yoga vyavasthitihi i like to do vivekam which is basically seeing the benefit increasing the desire doing sadhanas uh, taking sankalpam so that my desire gets higher and higher intense and more intense so this is the gnana yoga vyavasthiti remember we had seen gnana yoga vyavasthiti in, in chapter 13 also but here we are doing a slight something more than what we discussed in chapter 13 so the next one is dhanam dhanam is the fourth value abayam sattva samshuddhihi jnana yoga vyavasthitihi dhanam dhamascha yajnascha so dhanam is the fourth value what does dhanam mean dhanam means sharing our things with others sharing our things with others some people say charity charity is not the exact word of dhanam but it's okay the lakshana of uh, dhanam according to shastras or uh, lakshana meaning the meaning of dhanam is swa swatvasya yata shakti samvibhagah swa swatvasya swa swatvasya means swa means our swa means our swatvam swatvam means our wealth so swa swatvam our wealth yata shakti samvibhagah samvibhagah yata shakti means to the extent possible sometimes we say yata shakti we say while giving something to show humility but actually it's false humility but that's different sometimes we give very little and we say yata shakti we say it's all false humility but here the actual meaning what for dhanam it says swa swatpasya yata shakti samvibhagah to the extent possible what needs to be done to the extent possible vibhagah vibhagah means share it with others so wealth has to be shared with others samvibhagah sam means properly so it has to be shared with others properly to the extent possible each word here is important swa swa means our it should be our wealth not others i cannot go around and distributing the wealth of others and then say i am doing dhanam it should be my wealth i cannot do uh, somebody's wealth and i actually act as a chief uh, guest or somebody and then donating somebody else money and i am trying to feel good about myself that should not be the way it should be my wealth not others swatvam swatvam means wealth wealth means what i consider mine as wealth 
and what do i consider what do i consider as wealth only things that are important for me only things that are valuable for me it should i should not be donating something which is you know lying this has been lying in my house for too long nobody is using it i don't need it so i donate it and then therefore i can take pride in saying that i am doing some big charity that is not how it should be it should be not the unwanted thing that is lying in my house but it should be my wealth it should be something that i have i give value for and then yathashakti yathashakti means to the extent possible which means i should not donate it in such a way that i don't have anything for tomorrow at the same time i should not do less also yathashakti means vibhagaha means as i said share it with others it, it is not about sharing with i give it to my son or daughter as part of my will and then say i have actually donated it to my to others it has to be through others some vibhaga vibhagaha and then some properly as in applying our intellect and with the right Only attitude with the right attitude as in i should not be doing it with you know i am a kind of a big man here i am donating it you 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 need to feel bad about receiving it from me or i should not have that superiority complex so that is what it means by some properly the attitude by way in which i give the attitude that i show or have within my mind while giving has to be proper so this is how dhanam has been defined by shastras and this virtue is a very important virtue in fact <coughs> if there is one distinguishing guna between a daivi sampad person and an asuri sampad person then it will if it there has to be only one virtue that differentiates them then it can be only dhana dhana is so important there is a story you know that when devas and asuras were both their hands were tied and they were tied to a stick which is got a long stick handle and then there is a bowl at the end of the uh, stick and everybody was served payasam or kheer on that on that bowl that is attached to the end of the stick which is tied to their hand and at the in the end of the day all the asuras were still hungry and unhappy whereas the devas were all happy and they had their stomach full the reason being is each of the asura were trying to drink from their bowl that was given to them they were not willing to share it with others whereas the devas what they did was one person's bowl they fed the other person the other person fed the other person in the same way they were able to actually have the kheer among themselves 
this is a story to explain the daivi guna the differentiator between daivi guna and asura asuri guna so danam <coughs> is a trait of sharing what one has with others in fact in chapter 17 bhagwan is going to describe in detail about danam he will segregate the danam itself into satvika danam rajasik danam and tamasa danam so we are doing some here we will do more there also so we will see some elements of danam here too <coughs> first when when it comes to charity or danam i'm going to use the word charity here because i can't find an equivalent word in english right now so let's use the word charity there are three aspects towards dana the first aspect is basically the object of charity generally when we think of danam only two things come to our mind normally we say what annadanam we say annadanam food donating food then we also think of money we say money danam this annam dhanam is very important because in those days in india in our culture food was never sold for many many years or let me put this way only in the recent past maybe in the last 300 400 500 years probably is when food has been sold in india in those days there used to be chatram chatra chatram will there be or every household they will be willing to feed travelers any kind of visitors whom they don't even know they will be fed because they are passing through this village and they want to stay overnight those people will be fed they will be given even place to stay as in sleep and then the next day morning they they have their shower and then go so this is been our culture in our culture food was never sold and according to our shastras every living being has the right to eat and therefore food should not be sold at all uh, so that's why we have you know sanyasi is asking for bhiksha bhavadi bhiksha dehi its food is being donated it is not they okay the sanyasi has to give me rupees so that i will give him food it doesn't work that way <coughs> food was never sold this is actually slight uh, because we are discussing annadanam i am trying to bring this out but food was never sold so annadanam is important now this is the object of charity it can be food it can be money but it can be more than that also and when i said i said you know every every living being is has the right to eat therefore that's why we have you know food for birds we say we keep food for crows we give food for um, we give akathikirai um, or greens to cows in the night they give um, food to the dogs they have this uh, kolam or rangoli for the ants so we do uh, 
we put some grains for the birds every living being we have the they have the right to uh, eat in fact we have this uh, you know uh, pouring milk in uh, certain some of the you know mounds where in those days snakes used to live even snakes were fed in those days we used to uh, there used to be some ant hills where sugar will be dropped so that the ants can live there nobody was actually doing all kinds of insecticide pesticides to kill things to kill animals at all they were only they were ensuring that every living being were fed that has been our culture so this is about annadana now coming back to this object of charity so annadana money but whatever is worthy in us it can be shared it should be shared it can be time it can be time so we have elderly people we want to spend some time to make them feel good to make them feel happy to make them feel accepted to make them feel that they are part of the society they part of the family that is good so time is you can share knowledge a doctor who is treating uh, his patients you know poor patients free of cost that is also a charity so whatever one has it has to be donated it has to be shared so this is the object of charity <clears throat> whatever is worthy to us it should be shared not those things that we want to dispose normally what do we have we have a small place in our house where we keep all those things that we do not want but want to give it away for the uh, next navratri or the next puja whatever or we keep it there because we don't want it we have to gift it to somebody else and it so happens after a few months it will come back to our own house after it goes around few houses so this happens because we what is unwanted for us is also unwanted for others also these days today these days there are shops that uh, even sell this dana veshti as in you know you need to give away veshti basically dhoti to certain brahmanas for certain events and they have this dana veshti dana veshti means these veshtis are these dhotis are probably cheaper and it can be used only for a few times after which it will probably tear so people buy that that is not called as dhanam when something is given we should feel that we are giving away something that is worthwhile to me this has been worthwhile to me i am sharing it only that is called as dhanam that is how shastras define dhanam and this is basically the satvika dhanam if you look at it <coughs> there are other other uh, other things also that i can actually identify whether it is a satvika dhanam it has to tick a few boxes one of the boxes have to be that whatever i give should be worthwhile not just to the others but also to me <clears throat> i should feel that something i'm sharing is worthwhile to me then the second one is the first one is object of charity the second one is to whom it is to be given arti <clears throat> again this will be we'll be seeing this in detail in chapter 17 in tamil we say paathiram arindu pichai idu 
so dhanam has to be given to people who are qualified if not then it is called not called as dhanam so we'll have to identify suitable people we'll have to identify appropriate person an eligible person and it could be difficult it may not be easy because sometimes we not have the background whether this person is really in need is it really worthwhile today there are many many ways that people ask for charity and uh, ask for you know funds saying i um, there are cases where people say i'm um, there's an operation i'm i'm in this kid has got an operation it's too expensive they are seeking crowd crowd funding and all those things we uh, we have to make some amount of check on the background mm-hmm. because not everything can be uh, can be real there can be some fake ones also but somehow when we come to know if we come to know that somebody is in a difficult position we as in we have come to know that this person is in a difficult position then we should not uh, then there is no need for you to do a qualification check or something we should just do that dana and even if there is a doubt on the eligibility of the person it is better to give because if that person is you have made that whatever little check you could and then you can give it you can feel happy even if the other person is actually not a qualified person or not an eligible person or is cheating the papa goes to him it doesn't matter so you when in doubt you can always give this is the second thing to whom it is to be given then the third one is what should be the attitude in us while giving it and this is the most important thing more than the object of charity more than whom we give to the attitude is very important because this is the factor that is going to decide whether i'm going to get to papa or punya i could give what is best in the world or what i feel is most worthwhile and this person could be the most needy person there and yet if my attitude is bad or wrong i may not get the punya so this attitude is important so dhanam does not always result in punya we should understand that not all dhanam will give me chitta shuddhi people may have different kinds of motive while giving you know some people give it only to make the other person feel bad or you know make them feel embarrassed see i'm giving you are and they make it in such a way that everybody knows that this person i am giving this person is receiving from me so to make them feel bad small if it or make them feel embarrassed if that kind of attitude is there then that is not real dana or if we give something today with the expectation that i am going to get something back in return from that person tomorrow or i am going to give it today so that i can get some benefit out of them from at a later stage in my life then that is also not called dhanam because then it is called a transaction it's a business transaction you are giving today something you expect something tomorrow and in fact if you don't get that tomorrow you start criticizing that person you you start 
disliking that person your anger goes up all those things happen so this attitude is important taitri upanishad says shraddhaya deyam it says we have to give with shraddha in fact according to our shastras a person who is giving that person has more responsibility than the person receiving it the attitude of the person giving is more important than actually the person who is receiving it so when staitri upanishad says shraddhaya deham what does shraddha mean here what is shraddha it means when i give something to someone i have to give it with respect i have to respect the person when giving it we should treat the other person with respect and not shame them we have lot of those danams in all our uh, rituals godanam vastradanam there are so much of danam especially in aparakaryams after death there are lot of danams that needs to be done all those have to be done with shraddha in such a way that we should feel happy while giving it the person receiving generally what happens whenever you are receiving when a generally speaking i don't know about a lot of people these days but generally speaking when somebody is receiving something they have this feeling of guilt they have this feeling of inferiority complex they have this fear and what we should do is when we are giving we should not give this person that feeling that you know sometimes uh, sometimes some people give it in such a way that the other person feels inferior the other person feels that there is a guilt he throws away things or he does it in such a way that you know this is the, not the first time you are asking some kind of a guilt feeling creating that guilt, guilt feeling is there so we should not give the other person this feeling and these days it is you know um, even within a family we can see one brother being rich other brother actually not so rich other within the family itself <clears throat> but then the rich brother will not give it to the poor brother or whatever because he would say let him come and ask me why should i give let him come and ask me because only if you come and ask me this person's ego is satisfied and he has come and asked me kind of things and even if you want to give you know people around you the family itself as in the wife or the husband or whoever it is if the spouse could ask you know why are you giving without they being they asking you why should you give it are you an idiot to give it without being asked they will try to even discourage you from sharing or even if you want to give they they will say i mean are you from a, they mock at you are you from karna's family all those things they will do so we have to understand that this is not dhanam dhanam is about giving voluntarily in an with an attitude in such a way that the other person does not feel small or afraid or have an inferiority complex or have a guilt 
and what happens we say you let him come and ask me because it gives my ego a boost so this fellow is asking me so that you know that other person feels small and this boosts our ego shastra says once you know that there is a need you should donate not only when it is being asked once you know that this person needs money just give <laughs> we should not be insensitive if we are insensitive it becomes a papa then there is another problem also with some people they donate but the once they donate they want others to know you know and the and the person who has received has to acknowledge that this person i have received help from this person i have received uh, some money or whatever danam from this person they want the other person to actually go around the world and tell this share this with others if they don't do it this person will not like to help i would not like to help this person again because he has not acknowledged the last time i have helped him this is the kind of attitude that we have this is not shraddha our bhavana should be with shraddha that alone decides whether it is danam or not and this attitude as i said is this more important than the object of charity or the person who receives it how we give is more important than what we give and whom to whom we give and we should be grateful to bhagwan ishwara that we are on the giving side because at any point of time we can be on the other side also in bhagavadam it says harati nimesha kalat sarva few seconds anything is possible and we should thank ishwara for being on this side more about danam a little more about danam in the uh, next class any questions or comments not we'll see again in the next class om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachate purnasya purnamadaya purnameva vashishyate om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha hari om thank you hari om